How do we do it? Do we jump like... Like Mario and Princess Peach. So I'm Princess Peach. top of the Marn into Yulatis. It's uh it's St. Patrick's Day here and here at uh Midwest Scum we always go out big for St. Patrick's Day cuz we can uh we can celebrate it's a fun holiday. We can um, trace our lineage back to uh you know Dublin. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I have, you know, 11% of my DNA can be traced directly to the island of Ireland, the the separate island. I'm not sure what the geography is. I know that, I mean, the other side of my family suppressed them horribly and, uh, you know, subjugated them to a, a terrible life just for being, like, I don't know, whatever differences they had in the past. Uh, anyway... Welcome Midwest Gum. It's me, Elliot, your boy. I'm here with Skylar, your other boy. And uh we're gonna go we're gonna go all out tonight. Big show. Big lots of uh lots of plans, lots of things to discuss. Um That was really the only <laughs> that was the only uh thing I oh, um St. Patrick's Day. Okay, so I thought of this. It's, it, it's like the celebration of when Patrick, St. Patrick, drove the snakes from Ireland, right? Yeah. So I thought, what what if it was more like a just a really big WWE wrestling event that everybody talked about, and it was like the biggest thing that happened at the time, and they were like, we're going to have to record this forever. And it was like, come see St. Patrick this Sunday. And he's going to drive the snakes out of the country. And then it's like three, you know, other little wrestling dudes who are like little, uh, I don't know, spindly fucks. But like leprechauns? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. They could be like leprechauns. Yeah. And then I have some leprechauns and uh, Willow the Wisp. Uh huh. And uh, uh, what's that other one? Uh, there was an anime about it. With the, about leprechauns? No, not leprechauns. It was not, no, it was another Irish <laughs> mythological thing. Uh, the oh, like kelpies? Uh, it wasn't or, kelpies. Um, it's the one, the doulahan. The doulahan, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll have the doulahan there. It was just a big old, yeah, like a like hell in a cell, but yeah, <laughs> Irish. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, and not the that wrestler whose whole shtick was that he was Irish. Was being Irish, yeah, that was cool. I just thought yeah, that was a really a fun idea. I'm sure it's been made. Like if I, like if I owned a company that assembled wrestling events, that would be one of the events I would do. Like every holiday, I would have some crazy event where it's like, okay, you dress up like you know Easter. You would do like the Easter Bunny and, and Jesus, then, yeah, and Jesus, and then they would, and then they would get invaded by like a group of uh, of guys dressed up like eggs, like little eggs. Maybe the same guys that you get to play the leprechauns for St. Patrick's Day. You get them dressed up uh, like Easter eggs, yeah, yeah. And they're it's just this, and it's the same event over and over. And it's like you know, wrestler A versus wrestler B, but they get invaded by wrestling party C, which is like three little dudes, and you just you know do whatever holiday themed. Yeah, Fourth of July. It was a bad idea to have those. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the politically correct term to call them. I was gonna. I about said person of little. Yeah, person, a person, person of small, like a, like a a dwarf. Yeah, a dwarf. I, almost, I guess I, we could oh, like use I went a to midget dwarf, at first, yeah. but I think that is uh that's not cool to say. Yeah, I don't think you can say midget anymore, dude. It's not good. <laughs> person it's too of funny short of a stature. Word to say. A pos. Yeah, a pos. A good. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, you get a you get a group of uh, a group of dwarves, and then like a a huge jack dude, and like a regular jack dude, and then you just put on wrestling events, um, or then you get hired by because I was thinking of snakes, 
And then I thought, what if St. Patrick wasn't, he wasn't driving snakes out of Ireland, he was driving the tunnel snakes out of Ireland. Oh, like tunnel, the tunnel snakes, snakes rule. Would fall out. Yeah. They're the tunnel snakes. Okay, so and like they're fighting a bunch of dudes with pompadours and leather jackets. and Yeah. yeah. Okay, I can get behind and, this. This sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Like it was the rockabilly invasion back in the day, mm-hmm. and that's what St. Patrick was trying to keep out of Ireland. Was was the the rockabilly's fifties guys? Unfortunately, much to his chagrin, mm. that was pretty much what Ireland was like in the seventies and eighties. Hey. <laughs> yeah, but he held it off. He held it off single handedly. Saint Patrick held off the rockabilly style invasion in Ireland until like the seventies or eighties. So that was that was him, and that's why we celebrate it every year drink way too much whiskey yeah i mean really that's the excuse just an excuse to get fucking plastered off uh you know guinness and jameson Mm -hmm. the only two uh irish beverages that exist here in america the only two (laughs) yeah i went to the liquor store (laughs) because i was gonna get some guinness uh jameson's a bit too rich for my blood these days Uh, i just Mm. you know i bought some really cheap whiskey to go with it same thing right But uh, anyway, no. I, I know, I know, I know it's not the same thing, but in my heart of hearts, it's the same. I'm not spending fucking 20 bucks on like a pint. Fuck that. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And I don't want to buy a big bottle yourself, because I would though. drink the big bottle in one yeah. sitting and I'd be really sick and disgusted with myself. Plus all the Guinness too. Anyway, That's not important. True. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they had like... And it's something they started doing recently at the liquor store near me is they will, uh, they'll get like these Ziploc bags and they'll put like those like shooters, the individual shooters that you can get. And they'll make like, you know, you mix all these together and you get this drink. Like you mix these together and you get a a, a Long Island iced tea, mix these together and you get whatever. And I noticed that for the Guinness and Bailey's and uh, Jameson, (laughs) they called them Irish car bombs. Which, uh... Oh, <laughs> you're not supposed to do that. Not, yeah, you're not supposed to. They had that. They also had black and tans. And I was like, oh, wow, Ooh. that's a... You better not get, like, a pure-blooded Irish guy that comes in. I mean, what are the odds of that happening? <laughs> Some fucking Irish dude comes to this small-ass fucking liquor Oi, store in the Midwest. What the hell is this, mate? That, see, I can't even... I... I... I I think I could do like no, I can I can do an Irish accent in my head really well, but it doesn't translate to. It's a hard one to do, I think. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, "What the fuck?" (laughs) Like, I was offended on their behalf. Just. (laughs) (laughs) Oi, shillelagh! That's what I. That's what I always say, man. That's terrible. Oof. (sighs) Huh. So yeah, welcome to the show, everybody. Um, St. Patrick's Day is cool. Mm-hmm, I'll drink to that. Yeah, yeah. Me as well. I will after, you know. Uh, so yeah, what's new? What's What's been going down? You finished, you finished Death Stranding, right? I did, yes, I did. It was oh, a man. life-changing experience. Ugh. You know, I got this yes. big dick fucking gaming PC, and I was like, I want something that's going to test it and push it to its limits, which Death Stranding really did not do. Oh, Surprisingly, really? it's wow. actually a very well-optimized game. Um, uh, I think... Is e- it the, uh, like, director's cut yes, version? Yes, it was, the... yeah. Oh, so it had all the cool go. bonus shit, whatever that was. I hadn't played the original, so I couldn't tell you what was different. I know there were, like, some extra missions and stuff yeah. added to it. I don't know what like buildings i think there were some new like buildings that were added i think Mm. but uh no i overall i had a great time with it it's uh i understand now why it was so divisive or why it still is so divisive um it's not a game for everybody no it it takes a long time for it to pick up steam like almost 15 to 20 depending on how you play if you rush the story then you probably get into the stuff quicker but if you're like me and you like to explore and uh oh yeah you know i was collecting all them stars Mm -hmm. that you get on the pants for maxing out the the specific (laughs) you know different like the 
the bridges, the UCA places, and all the preppers. I, I really like doing that. I love that kind of shit in games. But it is very much not... And even going into it, like, knowing it's Hideo Kojima, a Hideo Kojima yeah. game, like, like, there's something you sort of expect, like, it's going to be action. There's going to be a lot of action. There's going to be a lot of stuff you don't understand. There's going to be these hour-long cutscenes that explain stuff but then just but keep, not really but not really yeah. and add more questions <laughs> to the entire overall yeah it you know so that that part of it was understandable but it was getting into the rhythm of how the game is i see why people call it a walking simulator i wouldn't say oh, that yeah. because i spent like 80 percent of the time driving i would say it's more like a fedex <laughs> or usps simulator it it does glorify, like, after I played it, I was like, man, I want to go get a fucking job for, like, Amazon or something, delivering packages, being a FedEx guy, being a courier, I think that would be so cool. It, may, it made carrying things, like, romantic, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it did. It was really fun trying to figure out how much, like, you could feasibly load up. Like, yeah, like, I want robot legs to help me carry things have that are even more heavy on my back and stack things yeah it's <laughs> crazy like end game you were like being able to carry if you had the exoskeleton you get up to like 200 something kilograms of weight yeah it's like damn sam like sam has got to be fucking jacked to hell Dude, for real i mean he is i guess you see him fully naked many times mm -hmm. it's behind a glass you know opaque semi-opaque glass yeah just to peek just to peek at that booty just the steam on the yeah and sh yeah. showing you norman reedus's ride <laughs> 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 there's a lot of product placement in the game which was kind of funny like most times you'd look at that and be like oh it's fucking gross but i just laughed like every time like his canteen that refills every time it like fills he fills it up with water but the canteen turns it into but monster water, energy yeah it, the canteen literally turns it into monster i was like kind of uh disappointed when i finally unlock the uh because there's a point you go and um unlock this like wheat farm and they're using the time the time fall the rain that yeah puts, like, to make their beer and they make beer and then you get the time fall porter that is beer yeah. and it replaces the monster and like all of the the bridges safe houses and i was like damn i really liked it just chugging back three months three full <laughs> like 16 ounce cans of monster in a row to get that 25 percent stamina boost it's like god damn his kidneys must be shot Dude, they're, they're terrible. I'm sure. I'm sure. Not even the sugar-free monster. It's the the green. Yeah, it's the full fucking full sugar. Did you did you chug the beers? Yeah, I did. You can do that. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, and Just like BB gets mad out. at you if you yeah. chug a whole bunch of them and go fuck with them. <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, I th it's just stuff like that. Like there was a lot of stuff about the game that like pissed me off. You know, uh, mm -hmm. like that, that whole mountain region just was hell until I got the zip line set up. Yes. And then Ugh. that was like another thing with the zip lines. After I got them, I was like, okay, well, now this is just easy. <laughs> this is like easy <laughs> mode. There were some jobs you could do where you obviously couldn't use the zip lines. Like it'd be like, take all this in five, six minutes. And it was like, yeah. You can't really make two trips, depending on how you have the zipline set up. Mm -hmm. But, so that, like, the last, I would say, quarter of the game was just like, I just want to get through this and get to the end. Yeah. Because the whole mountain area was a slog, and I didn't want to spend too much time, you know, ranking everybody up and then forgetting the story. Because the story yeah. comes at, like, a mile a minute in those last, you know, six or seven chapters. Oh, hell yeah, dude. It's like the boss fights go from, you know, oh, here are these things that you can throw your piss at to, like, you have fucking giant blood grenade launchers and you're fighting a giant, like, literally a titan BT <laughs> yeah, that was... in the fucking city. <laughs> yeah. That boss fight was insane. That was crazy. Dude. Oh, my God. I loved Higgs. He was a great, like, antagonist. Yeah. Troy Baker was stellar. Always. I mean, always mm -hmm. puts on a stellar performance. But Higgs was like truly like 
wild. Just crazy wild card, dude. He just yeah. wanted to destroy the world for the sake of destroying the world. Oh, and the yeah. Egyptian aesthetic Freaking. was cool. I wish I could pull mm -hmm. off the eyeliner, the, like, pharaoh. Yeah, the super deep eyeliner and the just being a beautiful man. Yeah, yeah. that too. That helps. I, w <laughs> I wish I was a beautiful man, like Troy Baker, who's also incredibly talented. Shout out, Troy Baker. Welcome on the show. Troy Baker, time. yeah. Also, you know, uh, oh, wait, I was about to say good job in The Last of Us, but. <laughs> 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 I mean, he did have a cameo role in the show. Oh, did he? See, I, yeah. I fucking. Episode five, I dropped off. I was like, that's All right, fair. I'm, I that's stopped caring. I... Well, that was during the whole uh, the crazy chick in Kansas City, right? Yeah. Like that, yeah. that arc ended in like. Nobody got any story closure at all. It was just no. it, like it followed the it was same negligent. beats. Of, yeah, it was. It was. And it was. I don't get why they had to shoehorn in that whole part of it when, like, because that was supposed to be in Pittsburgh, I believe. Yeah. And that's when mm -hmm. they meet up with the. Uh, I can't remember their names. <laughs> the black kids. Uh, yeah. The, like, brothers. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, they made the kid deaf. Yeah, I, I didn't remember that part in the game. I don't think but, he was. I don't think he was yeah. deaf in the game. Maybe he was. But I don't remember. It's been years yeah, since I played I it. Know. But they, like, a big... Here we are going into this from Death Stranding. Getting on a tangent. <laughs> now, I'll say my piece about The Last of Us real quick, and we can get back to Death Stranding. Um, mm -hmm. It was a show... Anyway, right. uh, okay. <laughs> back to Death Stranding. Back to Death Stranding. No, great um, game. Kojima's a genius. I, I doubted yeah. him. I will say I doubted him all these years. I really thought the game was going to be so divisive I wouldn't like it. But I put mm -hmm. like goddamn 80 hours into that bitch over two weeks. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I was worried when it, when it first came out and I was like, oh man, everybody hates it. Kojima's going out on his own. He's, you know, he's riding the wave of, like, I don't need you, Konami. I'm a fucking genius billionaire playboy. And then, uh, you know, he if he had flopped on Death Stranding, it would have been, it would have been so embarrassing. Yeah, that terrible. would have been bad. That would have been real bad. But no, no Sony was like, here, a here's a whole bunch of fucking of money, and yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kojima was like he was like the Kanye of the video game world for a minute without all the anti-semitism yeah without yeah it was before you know it was back when Kanye was just like a narcissist you know? yeah yeah and now he's friends with all these like super famous celebrities and stuff you got Conan mm -hmm. in the game Conan O'Brien not the barbarian oh yeah Unfortunately, yeah. Arnie's supposed to be in Death Stranding too. He's <laughs> he almost had me there. I was like, that would actually be kind of cool. That would be pretty sweet, honestly. If he could get the fucking Terminator in there into some sort of homage role, or make him the new president. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how long I that Death Stranding two trailer. If you've watched it after finishing Death Stranding one, it's like okay, this doesn't like. Like it just there's a bunch of question marks that yeah. I have no idea. He has gray hair now. now, but in that universe, it really doesn't mean shit. Yeah. The babe. Who's the baby? Who's the is the baby BB? Is that uh? Yeah, I think it's Lou. That's what I was saying. Was that uh? Yeah. Was that uh? Fragile with the baby and at I, the beginning, or is it like did she? He, I'm pretty did sure they it hook is. up and like now they're fucking because I ship that. Yeah. I think so. Like, I think so. I think so. But then, like, Higgs shows up again, and I'm like, oh, and he's shit, like a badass fuck. rocker dude now. Yeah. And then, you know, so I, I don't know. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. And the trailer didn't provide any any sort of answers. I think the big thing I got from the trailer is they, uh, they're not bridges anymore. That They changed the name. It's something else. Mm. I can't remember what, though. But it's like, instead of bridges, it's like foundation or something. Ah, uh, I see, I see. 
I, I'd have to watch it again. they're going to rebuild. Yeah. Hmm. Instead of reconnecting the shattered pieces, they're, the pieces are reconnected, and now you have to, yeah. Maybe it's reconnecting the, the world. Yeah. That would be my guess. Uh -huh, for what's uh -huh. next. I mean, what's the next logical leap? Uh, they reconnected America, and they still kind of a what if, and what's going on in Europe, yeah. or China, or Japan. That's a good question. He has to go, yeah, he has to go, but he has to go to Japan. That's the next step. Mm-hmm. He has to take a boat, and then there's the water sequence. Yeah, let's just, we'll just, <laughs> just speculate Death Stranding 2. Starts out, Sam comes out of the cave or whatever that he's in, in the beginning of the game, and then... Um, let's see, Lou's not in the BB, well, wait, no, he gets a new, he gets a new BB cage, too, right? I haven't, okay, I haven't watched the trailer in a minute. So I, don't I don't think so, I don't that. think he had one in the trailer. I thought there was one that they showed. Maybe. That he was strapping up? Yeah. Or somebody yeah. was strapping up. Or maybe they had, maybe it was an empty one. Maybe it's I one like Higgs had, and it doesn't even have a baby in it at all. It might be, it might be. They might have, like, recovered that, and then, because I, I forget, he, he, Higgs, like, dies, but he doesn't, like, he's not, like, thrown in the muck. Yeah, no, lake, I, right? I, I don't think Fragile kills him. I think, really? yeah, I think she, like, gives him a choice to either kill himself or stay on the beach, and he stays on the beach. Mm. Mm, okay, okay. I think. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. That whole ending <laughs> sequence, there was just a lot of information to process. Yeah, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot at once. You had to wrap your mind around extinction events and then, like, just the idea that all of these extinction events happened, and then but every here's time, another one, and then a god being emerges to... Yeah, but I, they all, for some reason, let humanity continue to exist, or not humanity, but the species that are dominant. They, you know, they wipe out most of them, but not all of them. Mm -hmm. That was the, uh, the big thing. Yeah, that makes sense. That was, or yeah, that was what Amelie described, you know, at the end. <laughs> When it's rolling the credits and then you're like just running on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, oh, fuck, okay. Like, what am I doing? And then she yeah, stops you and she ends? drops some logic bombs. It's like, yeah, there were ex other extinction entities, but they uh, also let humanity or they let the species live. They wiped out like 90% of all life, but for some reason, they that woolly mammoth was able to... Uh, to to sway or be swayed by some other animal and they didn't because that that's like what it was there was like a woolly mammoth there was a neanderthal yeah. there was a an ammonite and they all had Ooh. the umbilical cord mm -hmm. they were all extinction entities that's what those five fucking things floating in the sky represent yeah or the the previous ones yeah, because it was the mammoth that killed all the dinosaurs. Yes. They, th <laughs> they thought it was the comet, but really it was the mammoth who brought about the comet that killed all the dinosaurs. That is that is actually it's, probably true like, in this universe. Yeah, I think that's like legitimately, yeah. <laughs> Which is super cool to think about. Like the mammoths are just kind of pissed that every time people think about the Jurassic era, they think of dinosaurs, but they don't think about woolly mammoths. Wait, no, they didn't exist at the same time, did they? They probably did in this universe. Probably. I, I look, I like yeah, did yeah. some research on it, and like the history oh. is kind of <laughs> fucked up. Uh, like the, the, okay. these extinction entities existed in air. Like some of them line up, but some others don't. Like the Neanderthal wouldn't line up with where a Neanderthal would have been during that extinction event. <laughs> If that makes sense. Yeah. But it has to, you know, for the sake of them being able to find the the chiral matter in the geostrata. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because that's important to the, uh, the thing. 
It's important. <laughs> it's important that the crystals form in the shapes of hands. Yes. And that gold is a dope-ass color. Yeah. And that it make... <laughs> yeah. I mean, every time I made a new exosuit, it was always gold. Like, always. Hell like, yeah. why settle for anything else? I had to be Gucci'd up anytime I went out. <laughs> Did you make the gold stunner, stunner shades? Yeah. Because those are aw- <laughs> those are fucking awesome. <laughs> Man, Oof. what a game! If that's one game that right? if I could like wipe my memory and play again, it would that would be one of them. Yeah, I'm on my way, dude, to wiping my memory of things. I think like. I don't know. I think I'm crossing the threshold into where, like, my brain just no longer has the capacity to learn new things. So I'm, like, erasing a bunch of data that I'm losing. Like, for instance, I legitimately forgot the name of the band Iron Maiden the other day. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Like, I was like, oh, what was that concert I went to a couple years back? And... Like, I could think, I could barely think of the song, like, Run to the Hills, and then I was like, who the fuck made that song? And then I had to look it up on the phone, because I was like, oh, yeah, Iron Maiden. I I had no idea. I completely, that combination of words just exited my brain at some point, and I have no idea. Like, and I was trying to think of all the old music that I listened to in the past that I now, you know, I, it's gone gone it, out with the old in with the new i say iron maiden yeah I mean, they're you know yeah fuck iron what maiden. have they done <laughs> <laughs> what have they done recently uh have you had their uh their beer i have the, not the trooper beer that they made no it's pretty it's pretty good for uh you know a brown ale like a like a newcastle Amber ale. I uh-huh. think it's kind of what it's like. It's similar, maybe. I'm not a beer. I'm not like a big beer guy. That's a a Midwest thing, though, is being a beer guy and like home brewing and things like that, right? I mean, I think more Midwest would be like Bush Light or <laughs> Bud Light. Bud Light, baby. It has her Bush forever. <sighs> Oh, but that's what, like, the, the like, hip, hipster douchebags like us who live in the Midwest do, is they get into, like, home brewing. Yeah. Micro brewing. That's, yeah, that is true. I know at least two or three other <laughs> middle-aged, well, not middle-aged, <laughs> but, you know, 20, 30-something dudes that have, like, a micro brewery in their garage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have to admit, I have... Some of the equipment on an Amazon wish list because at one point I was like, "Oh, I'll fucking distill mead. That's that sound. That sounds like fun. That seems like a fun thing to do." And then I was like, "Oh, like everybody does that shit." Yeah, my mail carrier friend does it. Nice. He makes mead on the regular. Nice. That's cool. I haven't had a chance to sample any of it, but he's made like elderberry and like raspberry mm. mead. Yeah, Rhifnol mead. <laughs> That's pretty good. Dextromethorphan, um, Benadryl, Mead. <laughs> My favorite. Uh, the old, the old, the old Bill Cosby blend. Uh, I think that's a melamel. It's a mead that's like, I don't know, distilled with like, uh, with a fruit, like apples or something. Oh, well. Yeah. I thought you were gonna say Rohifnol. No, it, I mean, pre- no. <laughs> I'm sure that there's like a natural equivalent. Like maybe you could probably distill some mead with like chamomile. Ooh, or like coca leaves. And coca leaves, and or the opposite of coca. Ooh, dude, some coca leaves. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, okay. Alright, alright. I like where this is going. That idea is trademarked. Nobody can steal <laughs> yeah, no. that. We're you can't make cocaine mead. Coca mead. You can't steal <laughs> you can't steal cocaine mead. That was our idea. 
Now we just need to find somebody with coca leaves, so if you uh, know anybody out <laughs> Yeah, for that one listener in Peru, get us a hookup. Yeah. yeah, we're going to get a Kickstarter going so that we can make cocaine mead. That's a pretty cool idea, That is actually. a pretty cool idea. That's an awesome idea. It's like, uh, you know, how they're starting to imbue beer with THC. Oh, yes. THC beer. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Just, <laughs> that would just get you faded. It's in the, yeah, you would just be turned immediately. Be so good. It would oh. be so good. I've had, uh, I've had like a THC infused, like knockoff Mountain Dew. That was pretty good. I mean, it's like, you know, it's just like if somebody blends up some weed and puts it in a Mountain Dew. Like, that's what it tastes like. It's like, ugh, but. You know, the science is getting there. It's getting there, yeah. Saying. As legalization goes forward, we'll be able to get some of these crazy ideas into, yeah. like, actual product. I mean, yeah. a long time ago, even, like, having THC gummies was a thing of, like, whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, right? It was like, wait, wait a minute. This is like candy, though. We can't make candy. Yeah, we can make candy, dude. We can make soda. We can make fucking energy like, drinks, chocolate bars. Yeah, which is a weird mix. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I guess if it's like a sativa, it would make sense because that's kind of an upper. Uh huh. It also is just weird edible wise things. Are, you know, it's like you know different active chemicals and shit. So. At least my my body processes it very poorly. Like it's either does nothing or I just I fall asleep. And I'm trying to I'm trying to find the balance. And I'm going to one day. Those edibles could really knock you on your ass. Do yeah. Like if you're not yeah. <laughs> if you're not smart about it. <clears throat> mm -hmm. I'm sure I've told the story on here where I like I you know I did the thing I took. <clears throat> Like, I had this, like, chocolate bar, and it was all portioned out, and I took one little mm -hmm. piece, and I ate it, and I was, like, I was sitting there 30 minutes later, and I was like, this ain't shit, so I ate another two pieces. <laughs> and, you know, I ended up couch-locked. I, like, all I remember is, like, <laughs> looking at my phone, and then I put my phone on my lap, and I just, like, sat and stared at the wall, and then I looked at my phone, and two hours had passed. And I had to, I didn't have like <laughs> anything on. I didn't have any like shows on. I wasn't playing video games. I just like stared at the wall and thought <laughs> <laughs> about what I don't remember. Then I was like, "All right, I'm tired. I'm gonna go to bed." And I fell asleep. And I wake up. It's like seven o'clock in the morning. And I mean, I had I had tons of stuff to drink in my fridge. I had water. You know, I had some soda or whatever. And I was like, I really need a fucking purple Gatorade. <laughs> right now it had it had to be purple like couldn't be anything else. it had to be the purple kind <laughs> so it's like seven o'clock in the morning and i get in my car and i'm like god i'm still fucking high i shouldn't you know but luckily the, the gas station's like only a minute away small rural town i wasn't too worried about it <laughs> don't 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 you know don't drive under the influence kids but I went there and I got my purple Gatorade. And I like got into my car and I like drank the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. It was the best fucking tasting Gatorade I'd ever had in my life. I was so relieved. I went back home and I fell asleep. <laughs> Satisfied, sated. Then I woke yeah. up a couple hours later and I was still high. And I was like, God damn, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> absolutely insane but i would totally do it again i mean but yeah yeah if i knew i had like a day that that's the thing with edibles you gotta like have a day like mm -hmm. you have to set a whole day unless you have a really high tolerance to it can't really uh i mean depending on how how deep you want to go into that rabbit hole how uh how far into yeah. wonderland you want to go Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I haven't uh I haven't found the right balance yet. I'm trying to, but I just need to get my, my tolerance up is the problem. I'm 
a little bitch baby boy right now. So, you know, I'm just, I just gotta figure it out, because I think, uh, I think medicinal cocaine's gonna come up on the, uh, on the next ballot. Nice. Yeah. It's gonna be sweet. 2024, baby, is gonna be a big year. It's gonna be awesome. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna secede from the union. We're gonna make cocaine mandatory. We're gonna, <laughs> Uh, we're gonna put it in the water um, supply. Uh huh. Yeah, we're gonna put it, we're gonna put it in the water supply. And think about how much more productive the world's gonna be. Oh God, you know, like, so much more you know. productive. Get like, yeah. Think about it. If you sleep eight hours a day, that's you know, that's like a third of your day that you're wasting. Yeah, exactly. Literally a third of your day. You're like laying down, not doing work. You know, when you could be up. For those hours, working your body to its limit, maxing it out for the sake of, like, digital value that is generated somehow by you stepping on pedals and, and turning levers and things. And right. That's, uh, I don't know what point I was trying to make. I, and then we get was, the kids coming back to work because they got the tiny hands that can fit in between the machinery and thick stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, stuff yeah. that normal adults can't do, but they're all fucking coked up because, you know, we give them water that's filled with cocaine. Uh, that's There it is. Yep. Yep. That's why. I forgot it was cocaine. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if we're not going to get any like workers' rights about. in this country, they may as well just give us fucking coke-nated water. Yeah, yeah, why not, you know? Like, at least let me enjoy working a menial dead-end job, but I'm pie off my ass. Yeah, at least give me the unshakable confidence of a man who <laughs> could fight somebody for no reason, if he wanted just to. Just at the littlest thing, just the tiny yeah. little aggression, and you yeah. just blow it out of proportion. Mm-hmm. That's my Oof. America. Yeah, can you imagine road rage? Just everybody on cocaine on road rate. I don't think, dude. I don't think we could like drive. We'd have to. <laughs> no. We'd have to make that concession. Like, we can get water spiked with cocaine, but we have to not drive. It would just push Elon Musk to get those self-driving cars out faster. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then we wouldn't get have to worry just, about it. Yeah, I was just thinking, make everybody like trade in their cars for like razor scooters and they have to they have to scoot everywhere manual power and the cocaine makes them stronger so they can kick like you know super hard so everybody's going super like it's you know it's like flintstone style driving and they're not even they have like electric scooters they're no electric scooters no they're just physically powered and then like using that physical energy burns out any of the road rage aggression that would happen. So it's just a bunch of happy people on scooters who happen to also be on cocaine. The and you know the I mean I was thinking we get people those like uh those one wheeled balance board things. <laughs> like everybody gets those and Oh my that's God. how we call you those stupid fucking like it's like a tire and then it has the the thing on both sides and it's like oh this is totally safe having a super fast tire right beneath your legs exactly yes those it's... everybody gets what they trade in their car for one of those a lifetime supply <laughs> so that way you never have to worry about you know if the battery dies on it and everybody's mm. just scooting along i mean okay. bro you know it would it would reduce i mean people would still fall and get hurt but as long as you're not dumb and wear a helmet while you're on it i mean it's fine <laughs> the dumb thing would be wearing a helmet while you're on it yeah <laughs> yeah we have enough to give everybody one we don't have enough to supply them with helmets you have to buy it on no. your own you have to buy your helmet and that's part of that comes out of your like your UBI, I think. If uh, we do that, we'll we'll just overhaul the whole system. Yeah, just tear it all down, build yeah, it back up yeah. again. Co- have cocaine in the water. Everybody gets those mm-hmm. sweet hoverboards. Yeah, give them give them like two thousand bucks a month to just say, you know, here you go. Thanks for being an American citizen. You deserve this. 
for being born here. You deserve this. You earned it. You earned this. You totally deserve the insane quality of life that you have. You fucking filthy piece of shit. <laughs> I do sound like a domestic terrorist when I talk like that, dude. I love America. I'm I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say I love America, you guys. But I also want cocaine water and hoverboards. So, you know. I mean, that's what every red-blooded American should want. Yeah. Cocaine and hoverboards. Cocaine and hoverboards. It'd like, be a utopia. It really would be. That's the utopia. You know, you know that meme where it's like this this would be the world if Bush <laughs> didn't commit 9/11 and it's like a <laughs> super futuristic city. <laughs> That's the world with cocaine and hoverboards. Mm. <laughs> we get rid of automobiles, we get rid of all the infrastructure for automobiles and switch it over to hoverboard infrastructure. People are yeah. fucking, you know, like, I mean, because obviously Happy. we're still going to have to ship freight and stuff. Like, that's not going to stop. But everybody, <laughs> like, will just have porters, like, Death Stranding. And people yeah. will be all strapped up, riding on their hoverboards mm -hmm. with, like, 150 kilograms of you know goods and right. it'd be perfect it's the perfect system care, there's yeah, no flaw with it at all country yeah and i mean all you have to do is like instill the public propaganda with things like you know patience is an honorable value in a good citizen a good citizen waits for his purchases and then you know, you get over the fact that we used to have two-day shipping, and now it's like you order something and you have to wait for five dudes on hoverboards to carry it from whichever port, not city, that you ordered it from. And, you know, who knows if they take the long way around or if they fuck around on zip lines and forget that they have a bag, like a box in their bag. Oh, for yeah, and it would make it so, like, you know, it would, it would reward, you know, those porters that decided to take the dangerous route, and, you know, they would get mm -hmm. more uh, li likes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and likes aren't free, mind you. No, they are. <laughs> that dopamine hit is not free. No, it comes directly from your own dopamine. Like, there's a direct correlation in you pressing the like and the energy being sent from your thumb into the machine... I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how thermodynamics works or anything. I don't think that's thermodynamics, but mm. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm also not a thermodynamic scientist. Yeah, are you sure that's not? It sounds a lot like thermodynamics to me. Thermodynamics is whatever you want it to be in our new America. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna completely rewrite the whole thing. Mm. Yeah, because we're gonna have to re we're gonna have to overhaul the education system too. Mm -hmm. Have it revolve around. Instead of having like indoctrinating our students to be good factory workers, we have to indoctrinate them to be good couriers. Oh and, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So like it's it's more there's less like calculus classes and more like gym and uh, physics. <laughs> yeah, and like la like ladders, like <laughs> mechanical engineering class. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess that was part of it. Um, the oh yeah, there has to be people in the future who make the things that the porters carry. So like, uh, you know, whoever made the PCC. Elliot, are you suggesting person. that we bring about the Death Stranding so we can I'm... push America into a new future? <laughs> Is it up to us? I'm I'm saying that. Nothing happens in this life unless we make it happen. And are there good things that happen because of the Death Stranding? A thousand percent. There's some great things that have come out. Of uh, yeah, like being able to print stuff instantaneously by yeah. sending it through time or mm -hmm. however the fuck that shit works. <laughs> they mm -hmm. don't even really have a good explanation for it in game. It's just like... Yeah, we use the beach, and there's a whole bunch of time stuff that goes on. It's like we're printing it and sending it back in time. Whatever. Fuck you. Here's your goddamn motorcycle. Yep. Yeah. Like that. Like that's awesome. I would trade a. Uh, I would. I would trade a nuclear. Not nuclear. Like a. And 
extinction level event for if I can ride a motorcycle that looks like the one from Ride with Norman Reedus. Yeah, that would be that would be cool. <laughs> that's worth it. That's a fair trade in my book. So yeah, I'm saying bring bring about the Death Stranding. We bring about that's the Death Stranding. Cool. Everybody has yeah. hoverboards. There's cocaine in the water. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People have become acclimated to the Porter Society that we have established. We have to establish that first before we bring about the extinction event. Ah. Uh, so that's yeah, the so key. there's a good like five or six years where everybody's complaining like, why do we need all these delivery guys out here? This is ridiculous. Who's even using these guys? And then, like, you know, like, we ah, cause the gotcha. extinction event. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. And then who's in charge of all the porters now? And who has the... Who invented the standardized system of, uh, you know, porter legion uh, standards of America and the new America? Us. You know, who, who wrote the book on it? We did. And we sell that to the new American people. And, uh, um, I don't know what the plan is after that. Yeah, we haven't got that far. Yeah. We're only human. We have the first, you know, like two thirds of it mm-hmm. figured out. We the don't... rest of it we'll figure out, yeah. on, you know, as it comes. We, ha- <laughs> we haven't exactly figured out the whole, uh, you know, piss blood grenades yet, so. But we don't have any but repatriates. Yeah, yeah. We need, we need repatriates for that. Yeah. We need people that... In order that... to have those, we need to have babies from stillborn mothers. Or wait, no. The other way. No, yeah, no. The, well, yes. No, you're wait, right. No. Like the mothers... Yeah, because it's actually based on a real thing. I, I, I did a lot of research after I finished the game. Oh. And it is based on a real thing. There's only been like... 40 or 50 cases since the 70s of like a brain dead mother and they'd perform a cesarean on her to up for uh, a live birth uh-huh. very does rare it, does the baby live the baby does live yeah wow. I, th- I don't know i think it's a, like a very small percentage lived through it but some do yeah as long uh-huh. as like they can get to it in time before you know all you know systems are cut off from the baby yeah Oof, it's pretty brutal. That would be, br- yeah, that is brutal. I, I bet those those kids who grew up probably have something fucked up in their head. <laughs> yeah, have like uh, yeah, just from the you know traumatic experience in utero. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, like like I, it makes sense that they would have some kind of connection to not real life. I'm just talking in Death Stranding. It would make sense in that world that they would have some sort of connection with death with the beach which is not death it's more like a limbo from my understanding yeah because there's like, something beyond the beach that is mm-hmm. total death that nobody knows about the yeah. beach is just like a fa- like a facilitation between it like the, there's the seam that goes to the beach and then the beach is like the last step before death it reminded me of this <laughs> young adult book i read in like middle school where it was about a, a necromancer and their like whole system of necromancy is like the necromancers would ring this bell and they would be taken to a, not a beach, but like a river. I think it was supposed to be like the river sticks and like there were like five or six different levels in that river and past this, like the seventh would be total death. And that was kind of what I was reminded of. I can't remember mm. what it was called, like a Borson, something like that. Mm. Aberson. But it was uh, very much kind of the same thing. It was like death wasn't final. Like if you could get to that river, you could still pull the spirit back. Of course, unless like their whole yeah. entire body. Like there were different levels. Like if you were shot in the head, obviously you would just immediately go to the seventh <laughs> layer. But that's kind of yeah. how I saw the beach. Is it was it wasn't final death. It was like close to. Which is why yeah, Sam was... got to come back, even though he got shot in the stomach. And that's why he has that big scar there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that was with some, you know, like, god-level entity fuckery 
which, uh, you know, ended up facilitating <laughs> make the Death Stranding go into full force, and yeah. Yeah, That was exactly. that, whole, that whole thing. Back it to Death Stranding. I mean, it's all been Death back. Stranding. Mm-hmm. And a yeah, little bit of The I, Last of Us. A little bit. I... I heard the last couple episodes were good, and I'm like, okay, I'll finish. I'll finish the season eventually, maybe. But yeah, I would say good is about it. I just, yeah, I just can't, it wasn't like mind blowing, man. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, they kind of they kind of cucked Joel a bit in this really? version. Yeah, they <sighs> aged him up ten years. So instead of 46, he's 56 during the whole event. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like one like really weird thing. I mean, it, it makes sense for TV, but like the whole like episode where they find Tommy and whatever and get into his commune that they have mm-hmm. to make a point being like, oh, yeah, we are communists. Like, fuck you, bitch. Uh, <laughs> like they have to make a really, point of it. Uh, and the big men are like, oh, I don't, uh, this ain't communism. Oh and it obviously God. is communism, of course. But anyway, besides that, like that whole episode, like Joel has like panic attacks. Like he like, <laughs> like physically like grabs his chest and has anxiety and does the whole like zo- oh zoom in God. close up on his face. And he's like, <laughs> <sighs> I'm so fucking freaked out right now. And then he breaks down and cries in front of Tommy. And it's like, God damn it. Oh like it's great acting pedro pascal is you know he's a good actor and everything it's just like they really were like let's let's not make him a super hard and badass like he was in the in the yeah. game and even the lat like you know the the hospital you know where he goes rambo mode and kills everybody mm-hmm. <laughs> they have a scene like that and I was glad that they included it where he fucking goes ham and kills a bunch of people. But they like, <laughs> like during that whole scene, it's like, you know, it's it done like jump shots, cut shots, whatever you want to call it, where it's like it cuts from one scene to the next. And like one scene, it cuts to him like shooting down this hallway and being a super badass. Then there's another one where this guy surrenders and then Joel shoots him in the head. <laughs> and it's like, what? fuck it, goddamn you. Like, oh gotta God. make him a bad dude. <sighs> and, uh, you know, the whole scene where he gets to the. Where he gets to Ellie and she's, you know, about to be operated on. Doctor dude, Abby's dad, he like. In the game, if you got close to him, he would, like, stab you. He would, like, I'm not going to let you take her. He'd stab you. And this, he, like, pulls the knife up, and then Joel just immediately shoots him in the head. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, all right, cool. Damn. He doesn't even get a chance to be be like, hey, buddy, I have a daughter. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was expecting. He was like, please don't. I have a daughter. We can actually really cure this. And it seems like they were heavily leaning towards that, like they were going to be able to really cure it. And that was just kind of like, like the whole point was the ambiguity and the fact that they didn't give Ellie a choice and that Joel took that choice from her. But then so did the Fireflies. Yeah. Like they were both wrong. Yeah. Like nobody asked what she wanted. But instead they make Joel the bad guy because you know what happens in part two. Mm, yeah because men are bad and we can't trust them yeah that's why there's no nuance (laughs) because violence is bad how many fucking shows do we need to tell us that violence is bad well at the same time glorifying violence i mean come on come on guys who gives a shit about violence? Yeah, I just wanted anymore. to see a fucking badass dude like Pedro Pascal killing a bunch of zombies. But they yeah. didn't even get that. It had to be some, like, it really focused on the drama part of it. And there yeah. were barely any clickers at all. Which, yeah. <laughs> at a they point, made, it like, was a... like, it was like to the show's detriment because they're building up this whole, well, this clicker situation is out of control. We need a cure. When, like, only three or four episodes had clickers in them and yeah. only <laughs> yeah. one episode had, like, a legit horde of them. Really? Was that the last time that they showed a big 
zombie horde was that yeah was the episode that i stopped caring yeah after yeah there was the no more like like, a... like the uh left behind dlc they did an episode you know with ellie and uh, uh riley i think her name is mm. and the whole I never ev- played it, yeah so it's I everything know. that happens before the last of us uh, mm. a couple of years before it's where ellie gets bit and finds out that she's immune they had that in the game. They like fight off a horde in the mall, and they—that's why sh- they both get bit is because they're like overrun. Mm. But in the show, it was like just one zombie, and they both get bit by it. What? <laughs> <laughs> come on! It was very yeah. It was just like <sighs> come on. Like for a zombie show, it was very much like not about showing the zombies, and I get it. It was all practical effects i respect that like that whole scene with all the clickers those were all actors except what crawling out of the thing well i think that was cgi but like you know there were there were more practical effects done with that than like even the big dude was like a practical effect with some cgi oh that's cool so kudos to them for that that's probably where the budget went (laughs) plus all the cgi plus the giraffe they got a real giraffe for some reason for that scene (laughs) it it was weird because me and my brother and well i watched it with my brother and my mom and as we watched that scene we were like wow cgi sure has come a long way because the giraffe still kind of looks cgi Mm. but then like (laughs) i I was you know i was looking at uh ellie's actress's instagram and like she was posing with the giraffe i was like that was a real fucking giraffe And yeah, it was. They got a real giraffe for that one scene. I was like, damn, wow. that's where the okay. budget went. Yeah, God, how much How much do you think that cost? I think it was like almost as much, if not more, than House of the Dragon. Whoa. So a couple hundred million damn. for the whole series. House of the Dragon used real dragons. <laughs> yeah, so they did. That tells you how much better that show was. <laughs> I did like How's the Dragon, though, dude. That shit rocked. I looked up how I, uh, how it ends because, you know, it's only, like, one book in the series, and I guess the dude... it's it like, like, the story's explained during Game of Thrones anyway, and I don't know. I, I had a whole dive into the Game of Thrones world lore for a minute and was watching some cool YouTube videos about it and shit, but... Uh, what was I saying? House of the Dragon. Oh, House of the Dragon is, uh, I don't know, that's pretty cool. I, I dig it. I cared more about it than I did Last of Us, and, you know, I don't know. I wanted to like Last of Us. I wanted. It had a solid start, and I will say that the last couple episodes are pretty good. You know, this, mm. the, you know, when the, the, the brother has to kill his younger brother, that was pretty, you know... That still was like, damn, that was like a gut punch yeah, still. So I mean, brutal. stuff like that. But they just rushed through it. I think if it had been maybe like 14 episodes, they could have yeah, pasted could a bit better. A and better they could have had some other stuff. Like the whole episode with David, you know, the uh, the pedophile dude. That was one episode. Mm. All that was just one episode. <laughs> Jesus The whole Christ. winter section was just... Oh, that sucks. That was only one episode. Man. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And they cut out the... Yeah, there was a scene where Ellie and him fight off a bunch of clickers, and it's, like, supposed to... Like, in the game, it's like, okay, so you can trust this guy, even though he's kind of a weirdo. But yeah. in the show, it's just, like, it starts off, and he's, like, reading a sermon to his... It makes him very, uh... Oh. You know. It very much starts off, like, with him being bad. Mm. and it's and the <laughs> he got that creepy aura about him yeah because they they're like he has like he's, a... <laughs> he's reading from the scripture and then the, the camera pans in and he he looks up and, and does a sort of like a sly smile as he says like and the lord hath wrought his wrath upon them or there there was like kind and of he... like that it was more like mm. like they're they're ha- like the, it starts off and there it's a funeral for this uh, the, the guy that El- I, I believe it's the guy that Joel kills in uh like the episode before whatever at the college when he gets mm. uh 
in the game he falls on a piece of rebar but in the show he gets like stabbed with a bat what <laughs> yeah <laughs> they change that for some reason like he gets stabbed in the gut with a bat with the bat yeah baseball like, a baseball like it, it's bat? like a baseball bat that's been broken so he gets stabbed in the gut with that and i believe i believe it was the this girl's dad in David's commune, and she's like, can we bury my dad? He, like, looks up and, like, looks at the camera, and he's like, no, because they're cannibals, you know? They're gonna fucking cannibalize her dad. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so they make him be this big evil dude from the get-go. Like, there's obviously something off. Not like in the game where you're like, oh, maybe they, you know, maybe we finally met another decent dude like Tommy, and he just has his own little thing going on, and then comes to find out later you know he tries to like rape ellie and whatever yeah, yeah. they also another yeah. big thing like that episode was probably it was a good episode but they changed so much from the game that it took away a lot of the impact like mm. if you remember at the end of that whole thing with david they're in the burning manor or lodge cabin and she like gets the machete and hacks him to death like, yeah. a very visceral, brutal scene. She's crying, and then Joel comes in, like, stops her and hugs her. In yeah. the show, she does the same thing, except she just, like, hacks him up. And then she, like, runs out of the building, and then Joel's like, oh, there you are, baby girl, and hugs her. And it's like... <laughs> <laughs> like, she's still emotional. Covered in blood. Yeah, I mean, it's still super emotional. Yeah. If you hadn't played the game, it would be like, wow, okay, yeah. I mean, that they totally have a father-daughter bond now, I mean, but... I just think Joel finding her doing that was more, I don't know, it was just a better, yeah. like a better way yeah, to do the scene. Like, actually seeing somebody. Like, he doesn't come in and save killing. her either way, which mm -hmm. I'm glad. I was kind of worried they were going to have him come in and, you mm -hmm. know, like, save her from him. She still, like, deals the final blow. It's just that that little change of him finding her, hacking him up, and, like, stopping her from doing it to her doing it and then running out. It just took away from it. For me. Yeah. My mom yeah, loved it, though. That. She loved it. Mm -hmm. She totally called the dude was a cannibal. <laughs> she's a, she, be, <laughs> as yeah. soon as he said that thing about her dad, she's like, they're eating him, aren't they? <laughs> yep. Yep. It's got to be the music or something. It gives away the cannibal vibe. Yeah, I mean the music was good. It was all done by mm. whatever his name is. John Williams. <laughs> yeah, John Williams. Something like Gutierrez. <laughs> That's racist. Mm. I shouldn't say that. I can't remember his name, but he does like the Spanish guitar. Oh, like uh I was gonna say, uh, like, uh, oh god, Carlos Santana. Uh, god damn it, Elliot. No, the other guy. <laughs> There's another. He does classical guitar. Um, and and he has like one. He has like a one word name. Gustavo Santalo, Santalala, Santalala. Gustavo okay. Santalala. <laughs> mm. It's probably not yeah, how you pronounce it, but that's the guy. Yeah. Gutierrez something was close. Yeah, you, you I was it. close. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy who... Uh, he did classical guitar, and he, like, sold CDs on TV to teach you classical guitar, and he could, like, stand on his guitar. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yes, but mm, I can't. I want to say it's, like, Santiago or... Mm, sounds um, right. Sounds familiar. Mm, I don't know. I'll probably find it after this episode and be like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Isn't that how it always goes? Yeah. Yup. So, it was good. Death Stranding, Last of Us. I'll eventually finish watching it, but I don't have any enthusiasm about it. You shouldn't. It's very mid. Yeah. It does the job, I guess. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. I'll just dive even deeper into Warhammer while at the same time... Oh, yeah, that. We didn't punk. even talk about that at all. Yeah, we didn't even talk about Warhammer, but it's okay. 
I'm not far enough into it. I've I only have like a month's worth of fucking with it a little bit every day to and I'm not, you know, I'm not very far along at all. But whatever. All my YouTube algorithms now are just it's crazy Warhammer shit all the time and I mean it's like an entire goddamn ecosystem. Like they 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 use the phrase like, you know, hobby, just like hobby paints and hobby stuff and it's like well, you can you know you can use these for a lot of different hobbies, but it's like no, this is the one. This is <laughs> this the, the hobby. one thing you're gonna use it it's, on. <laughs> when you when you get into it, this is the hobby: is assembling the minis and then painting them and then doing you know, and that's just those two steps is like not even playing the game, and the <laughs> it's it's insanity. But you know, it's something to spend my money on while I don't have children, and. I, you know, don't have to give away part of my soul to nourish the future of my bloodline, like, you know, is that, is that so important, your bloodline continuing? Uh, according to Hige- Hide- Hideo, Hideo Kojima, no. <laughs> it's not. Hideo <laughs> Kojima. <laughs> And it's it is just the same thing, but like you know, Snake is just actually canon gay and not just silly gay. The clap of my ass cheeks would be would be canon. Yeah, that's good. That's a good one. <laughs> well, fuck. You have any? You have any final thoughts? Uh yeah, um, watch The Last of Us. Um, give all your money to Neil Druckmann because he is a mm. visionary, a true visionary mm. in the field. Um, right. also give all your money to Hideo Kojima. Hopefully, they will uh do a Death Stranding, uh HBO series starring Pedro Pascal. <laughs> <laughs> That's my one. That wish. would be awesome. <laughs> That would be fucking awesome. Please actually make that happen. <laughs> I, it could work. I mean, he kind of looks like Norman Reedus. Mm-hmm. Not really, but... No, not it's like not even close. But he's so hot right now. I mean, how could you pass it up? You're right. You're right. <laughs> Woof. Fantastic. Well... You guys take it easy. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Don't drink too much. Yeah. Drink, drink just enough. Much. Drink just enough. Be safe and keep love yourself safe. Each other. Yeah. All right. Ten years in the joint made you a fucking pussy. Tunnel snakes rule. <laughs> We're the Tunnel Snakes. That's us, and we rule!